Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with Maria Paith. This week, we're going to be talking about the fact that it is Holy Week. And for Christians everywhere, this is the week that is symbolic of the time when the great Lord and Teacher, the Christ, Jesus Christ, came out of the desert after 40 days of reflection and knew that his his fate ahead was to um, come to this point of, of, of the resurrection, to come to this point of, I don't like to say the crucifixion, I prefer to focus on the resurrection. And there's, you know, great... Um, greatness in the resurrection, resurrecting out of ashes, coming back to, you know, show that man is eternal and, and that our spirit is eternal. And that is what I believe the, the great Lord and teacher, Jesus Christ, shared with us. Um, I usually don't speak specifically about Christianity, but it is Holy Week, and I am Catholic, um, I was raised Catholic, and now I, I profess to be, you know, incredibly spiritual in all directions of of faith and not limited to a particular faith, but I still adore the ancient teachings and some of those um, very basic root uh, concepts of, of Christianity. But we're really going to speak about angels and their effect on this beautiful experience of you know the the earth and humanity so how have angels affected our our growth our faith and we want to you know to discuss that angels are are purely spiritual creatures so it is um, are they creatures even it's you know spiritual energy angels and guides and the idea of again the soul so these beautiful spiritual energy that we call angels has um, been in we'd say the good book the the bible in the old testament Um, it is written in many places where the angels supported heaven and earth they protected lot they saved you know um, Hagar and her child they studied Abraham's hand they communicated um, you know the their ministry and have led people they have um, been in the presence of you know assisting prophets and supporting them in their calling um, but, you know, all in all, we are looking at even more such experiences in the New Testament when we can see that um, the New Testament brought announcement of Jesus's birth to Mary and um, also guided John the Baptist. And, you know, fortunately for us, he the the great one the the great lord jesus christ was surrounded by the support of angels as he was again 
reflecting in the 40 days in the desert. And, you know, we hear angels in the gospel, um, you know, the first Sunday of Lent. And when, you know, Jesus is is resisting the the devil's temptation three times and angels, you know, come to minister him. And, and this is, you know, outlined in, in the book of Matthew, I believe 411 and Mark um, 113. And at the end of Lent, you know, the church recounts how angels appear to actually strengthen Christ and his agony. And you can see that in in the book of Luke um, 22, 43. So it is, you know, written that, that angels were strong companions for Christ. And it is historically expressed in the very beautiful uh, manual that we call the the Holy Bible. And we also want to, you know, to say that angels bring guidance to all of us today. They continue to be the energy that we can call upon to bring guidance and, and, and support and even miracles our way. And how do we access these, you know, miracles, but in the same way that we have seen many others that are in fact spiritually connected that are mindfully practiced and that is to be still and to listen and what are we listening to now when i am still i am meditating when i am still i may be just observing a beautiful river which um which i live across um just just a ways my beautiful picture windows can can and demonstrate these this um are the picture of a beautiful river in um, the cedar valley and at the same time i can be in a state of meditation simply allowing my thoughts to drift and going deeper into my heart in this reflection I often get gentle messages from from angels and from my beautiful holy guides that support me in life. And I may feel guided to, you know, perhaps read a particular book or call a friend or or eat in a certain way or take better care of myself or look into, um, you know, a nagging issue that's been coming up and with a particular person I may be guided to connect to there are hundreds and thousands of ways that that their angels can speak and also I feel like a guided spiritual life is more relevant to us when we are mindful when we are allowing the states of nature to speak to us or those little nudges that can come in um in a, in a dream in the gentleness of you know living and in the surprises of what maybe a child might say to us or we may open a book to discover or find or in in a devotional even there are multitudes of ways that um, these messages can come and also multitudes of ways that we can reflect. We don't have to go into the desert like Christ did, but 
being still for a while is very powerful. And being still for the purpose of inviting a greater spiritual awakening or journey in your own heart is incredibly powerful because it is a desire and your intention and intentions actually are a way that we elect certain instances into our life and that we allow for special moments and even manifest experiences that we have been desiring into our lives because we're focusing on it. Positive focus, positive intentions, positive mindset is mindful and healthy. And we know that after those 40 days in the desert that, you know, Jesus had a very clear awareness of his his coming days. Um, and we don't have to go into meditation and, again, deep, deep reservation or deep reflection to come to, you know, a dire straits kind of situation. Um, his mission was, I will, I will go in this way because look what it did. It impacted the whole world. It impacted the Christian world in a huge way. And, and we know that, you know, the disciples and the, you know, the, the specific apostles that worked under him that learned, you know, from Christ were going to continue to, you know, reach and support the, the journey for others. And then of course, obviously it did because the, the development of, um, of Christianity came into being and Christianity really re recognizes, you know, a truth that there are spiritual helpers that support us. There is this communion of saints. There is a hierarchy of angels. And there is, you know, what we consider to be a governing energy that we call God, that we call source, that we call the divine creator and um, the almighty. There are many, many names for this incredible energy that has been credited for bringing us this far. And there is still this incredible energy that works through us in heart and with the whispers and the kindness and the gentle messages of angels. So it is easy for each of us to at least be quiet when we um, when we are mindful of that idea. And quiet doesn't mean that you are busy in mind in any way. It actually means that you quiet the mind. And it is a practice of deep breathing, of maybe going into a a state of relaxation and letting the crazy thoughts of the day, the crazy thoughts of this world, or all of those great ideas that we might have just go away for a bit, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes seems to be like the magic number. But sometimes we have to build up to that. I find that when distractions come, I can be kind of annoyed when I'm trying to do a quiet meditation or a quiet reflection. 
but it is easier these days for me to actually gaze upon that river that I was talking about, or even light a candle and, and watch it flicker, um, or, or observe a nature in it doing its thing, like a, a birds singing to each other or squirrels chasing each other around um, a tree or going and, you know, artfully hunting for, for their little nuts and then squirreling them away. It's a beautiful way to let your mind kind of, you know, quiet down. And that's really one of the reasons why Jesus went into the desert was to not have the distractions of the world that, you know, it was a, a time of, of really pure reflection with himself and the great creator. And that's all that we suggest here in this day, in this holy week, is that take a at least one day or two or every day if you can and take five, ten, or twenty minutes and really veg out. Don't go to sleep, but veg out. You can do it with your eyes open while you watch nature. You can do it with your eyes closed, with soft music in the background. You can do it just with nature in the background, water running, a sense of the wind blowing, and um, and quiet the mind. And with no specific requirement on the other end of it, other than to just be still while awake and being mindful of your own breath or being mindful of the present moment. This is where our angels speak to us at best. You may get a very clear message um, in those moments. You may get nothing, or you may finally realize that um, you've been needing this reprieve for a long time. So as the world begins to kind of get back on its feet and things are quote-unquote normalizing, to its um, awakened state and maybe even a frenzy of busyness, you want to choose time out, time for reflection, because the angels want to talk to you. They want to be around you. They want to work with you. They want to help you to relax. And that is actually the first step in healing anything. The the busy mind, your your um, anxiety, your worries, the um, impressions that the world you know are tugging at you in a hundred different ways, and really finding the healing that can come from nature or the healing that can come from quiet. I want to um, suggest that again that you know Jesus went into the desert for 40 days. And the desert wasn't desolate. We know that there were, you know, cacti around and, and um, it may have gotten cool at night and very hot during the day. And he survived, um, you know, for those 40 days in a, in his own vision quest, in his own mission. And vision quest is another form of, you know, reflecting and, but a, a more, a more um, intentional form, and many people still do vision quests to this day, but that's not a requirement of the general population, and there isn't a requirement in this at all. 
except that it is Holy Week, and let's reflect on this holy, sacred time that we can have with ourselves and the divine and our creator and really go to that place where Jesus was for so many days and nights and decide for ourselves if it's a benefit. I want to say that my main focus in this in this chat today was to encourage you to call on your angels to accompany you during Holy Week, to accompany you to time of, of maybe discovering a secret formula for yourself and and um, in the quiet time to really hear the, the the your soul speaking to you the light of of light reaching for you maybe an announcement will come through you maybe you'll find a proclamation at the end of this time maybe you'll hear you'll heal a a, a nagging issue that has been you know nagging you for months or years or, or days or simply um, have some time to be quiet where you are actually comforted and traveling with the Christ in this very holy and special time of history. It is not required that you're Catholic to do this. It's not required that you're Christian to do this. It doesn't even require that you believe in the Lord Jesus. We just know that the man that was Jesus walked this earth. And there were some pretty impressive strategies and practices that he used. And the greatest teachings that I believe that he brought to this earth is that he was inclusive in all ways. He included every type of man, every every nationality that was around him, every um, woman that was around him, every situation that came his way. He looked upon each soul as a love. He looked upon each soul as holy and and he honored um, you know man in this way and in this way expressed love, unlimited, un, un, non-judgmental love in this accompaniment of you know his his behaviors on earth and that's what's been written we don't know um you know per se but so much has been written and so many were so enamored with him um and of late i especially have enjoyed the the readings that have come from the mary magdalene um discoveries you know so since um the discovery of the nag um hamadi we have um heard more and more about the mat the mary magdalene codices and um they were found there were 19 pages um, found wrapped in feathers in a hole basically and the um, gnostic gospels other gnostic texts were found you know as well but according to you know mary magdalene she was a devotee a disciple and a keeper of jesus secrets and one of the greatest secrets is not a secret anymore but is that um, love and the idea of sinlessness it was really a huge teaching of christ and mary magdalene witnessed 
the death of Christ and the burial of Christ. And she was present at the resurrection, which is a, a true devotee, a true devotee, I guess we would say, a true um, disciple in so many ways. And I believe angels guided her there so that she could witness and she could she could write about it and she could speak. And today I say witness for yourself some quiet reflection and see what it brings you because there could be miracles in the works and you won't know it unless you give your brain and your body time for reflection. So in this very special Holy Week, I pray that you are blessed in all directions of time and space, that your family and friends are blessed, that there is inclusiveness, collaboration, compassion, and caring in all that you do and in all that you are. Thank you for this time. Thank you for being a part of Angelic University Podcast. And I am more than grateful to be doing this work and to share with you. Be well, my friends. Until next week, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Angelic University Podcast with Maria Pate. I want to welcome you to our Angelic University community, where you can dive in with the angels on a deeper level to really work to your soul's missions. Please find options at patreon.com slash mariapaith. That's patreon.com slash mariapaith. M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H. I'll see you inside Angelic University. Thank you so much for listening and God bless.